This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Monday, February 26th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Downey. Here's today's headlines. USDA asked farmers to help save Chinese soybean market. Farmers splinter over Goodlatte immigration bill and USDA goes to Mars. U.S. Department of Agriculture expect to unveil a plan to save the Chinese soybean market. USDA is preparing to announce this week a major initiative asking soybean farmers across the country to adopt new practices to minimize the amount of foreign material like weed seeds that get harvested along with crops and can end up in exports to China. USDA Undersecretary for Marketing and Regulatory Services Greg Ibach expected to unveil the tentatively titled Soybean Systems Approach for U.S. Soybean Exports at the Commodity Classic in Anaheim, California, that according to USDA officials as they spoke with AgriPulse. The program, which will depend on cooperation from the entire supply chain, from farmers to elevators to shippers, will propose several new control measures to keep U.S. soybean shipments cleaner. Success is vitally important because China, the largest foreign market for U.S. soybeans, is demanding that the percentage of foreign material in U.S. shipments be cut in half to a maximum of just 1%. Now, AgriPulse reported on December 20th that the U.S. and China reached a deal in which the country would not reject U.S. soybean shipments, even if they contain more than the 1% of unwanted foreign material, so long as the shipments were certified as exceeding the limit. A week later, USDA confirmed the deal that would be implemented on January 1st. U.S. government officials and the farming sector representatives pledged to work together to meet China's demands, many of which were first spelled out in a decree that was issued on July 1st, 2016. IBA pledged in December that his top priority was to establish a new procedure that would address China's phytosanitary concerns and keep U.S. soybeans moving without delay through China's ports of entry. You can expect the details of those new procedures to be announced this week, but U.S. soybean farmers don't have an unlimited amount of time to implement them because January 1 agreement is not open-ended. China will evaluate the program's effectiveness by the end of this year and decide if revisions are needed, U.S. government official told AgriPulse. Despite reports to the contrary, U.S. soybean exports are fine. Now, you may have heard rumors, but China has not rejected any shipments of U.S. soybeans due to unwanted weed seeds or other foreign material in the cargo, three USDA officials confirmed for AgriPulse. One of those officials explained that there have been anecdotal reports of Chinese importers trying to use the issue to bargain for a lower price, but stressed that none of those ships were diverted or turned around. Farmers splinter over Goodlatte immigration bill. The Western Growers Association, which represents fruit and vegetable growers in California and Arizona, has come out against a home immigration bill because of its ag worker provisions. That decision to oppose the bill puts WGA at odds with the American Farm Bureau Federation, which endorsed the bill last week, and the National Milk Producers Federation. The bill would replace the existing H-2A visa program with an expanded new H-2C plan that would allow farms to import year-round workers. Many farmers don't like the legislation because it would force workers who are in the country illegally to be certified under the H-2C and return to their home countries periodically. 
Among their several concerns with the bill, the Western Growers directors say in a statement that they believe few of their employees would leave spouses and children behind in the U.S., many subject to deportation on the questionable assumption that the federal government would efficiently readmit them as temporary seasonal guest workers. Here's why this matters. Goodlatte's bill is likely to get few, if any, Democratic votes, and the split among farm groups would make it tough for many Republicans to vote for the bill, too. The tough H2C restrictions are needed to get the hardline conservatives to vote for the measure. Bayer-Monsanto deal moving along tremendously well. Bayer's planned acquisition of Monsanto was expected to be finalized relatively soon. That according to company leaders yesterday in Anaheim. Speaking at Bayer's advocacy conference, Adrian Percy, the global head of research and development for Bayer Crop Science, said the deal is still expected to close in early 2018. Percy said the deal is making great progress with the necessary regulatory authorities, including recent approval in Brazil. He said the deal has lots of scrutiny, as it should, but said the potential product development synergies brought about by the new company make it a very, very exciting time, particularly for those of us working in the innovation space. McKinney leads delegation to Guatemala. USDA Undersecretary for Trade and Foreign Agriculture Affairs Ted McKinney arrives in Guatemala City today leading a trade delegation to the country that has rapidly increased imports of U.S. agriculture commodities since both countries entered the Central American Free Trade Agreement, or CAFTA, in 2006. The trade deal also includes Costa Rica, the Dominican Republic, El Salvador, Honduras, and Nicaragua. Guatemala, El Salvador, and Honduras make up the region commonly referred to as the Northern Triangle, and U.S. agriculture exports have doubled to those countries since 2006, that according to USDA data. McKinney said the Northern Triangle offers significant market opportunities for exporters of U.S. farm and food products. Thanks to population and economic growth in the region, demand for imported goods, particularly high-value consumer-oriented food products, is on the rise. New U.S.-Mexico spat casts a pall over NAFTA talks. Mexican President Enrique Peña Nieto has reportedly scrapped plans to visit the White House next month over a disagreement with U.S. President Donald Trump and his demands that Mexico pay for a border wall, potentially casting a shadow over the latest round of talks to renegotiate the North American Free Trade Agreement that began yesterday in Mexico City. The Washington Post reported yesterday that it was during a telephone call with Trump that Pinonita refused to back Trump's call for Mexican funding of the wall, a major campaign pledge that Trump has repeated often since taking office. USDA goes to Mars. No, not the Red Planet. It's USDA's Market Analysis and Reporting Service, or MARS, a new software program from the Agriculture Marketing Service that the agency says will streamline the way producers can use market news data on everything from tobacco to feeder cattle for assistance in price discovery. So far, only dairy products uh, data is online in the new search system, but more is coming soon, and the program should be completely updated with all the reportable data by the fall. USDA Undersecretary Greg Ibaugh said USDA Marketing News is the most relied upon source of unbiased agriculture market data. 
USDA's on-site market reporters gather, analyze, and publish unbiased data all day long to ensure fair food prices for consumers across the country and around the world. The Mars Project applies to the best data management practices to make their data available when and where farmers, packers, and processors need it. Here's today's He Said It. Colorado is a big cheese-producing state, so I'd probably want to negotiate a little bit about cheese because we all have things that we think aren't quite as fair as they were 22 years ago. That was Colorado Governor John Hickenlooper speaking together with Mexican and Canadian officials at a Washington International Trade Association event on Friday on the North American Free Trade Agreement. U.S. is demanding that Canada dismantle its dairy supply management system during the ongoing negotiations to rewrite NAFTA. It's an effort supported by the U.S. dairy industry. Susan Schwab, a former U.S. trade representative and a moderator for the Friday event, responded that Jamie Castaneda, Senior Vice President for Trade Policy of the U.S. Dairy Export Council, would certainly agree with Hickenlooper. Totally, shouted Castaneda, who just happened to be in the audience. Well, that's Daybreak for this Monday, February 26th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.